What's going on, everybody? My name is John Clark. Welcome to Social Ingenuity, a show where I discuss leadership principles that will help you discover the leader within. You will be empowered to become more effective and efficient leaders in your sphere of influence. I will give you the tools needed to take control over your environment and circumstances and become the leader you were born to be. Stay tuned in and subscribe to learn how to stop being a follower and take control. What's going on, everybody? My name is John Clark. This is Social Ingenuity, episode number two. And uh, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to all those that have been helping me, supporting me, getting my name out there and everything. I really appreciate it. I believe that everybody on earth has value to add to the human life, to humanity. And we all have gifts that we ought to serve to one another. That's what life is all about. And that's what we should be doing to help each other grow in life. So for all the first time listeners out there, my name is John Clark again, and the podcast name is Social Ingenuity. Uh, this is really a podcast where I help to discuss leadership principles that will help discover the leader within. And I really believe that you will be empowered and more effective in the earth as you serve your gifts to the world. That's what this is all about. And that is what I do. So for this second episode I really wanted to touch base on somebody that has made an impact in the world and has made history. And that would be uh, President Abraham Lincoln. And I felt fitting as his birthday just passed and it was just President's Day that we really show this man some honor. He is honestly my favorite president, one of my favorite presidents in the world, uh, not just because of everything that he had done as in like abolishing slavery and um, really being a man of honor. But this man was a true leader. And as we go through this podcast, what I want you to look at is to look at where this man came from and who he turned out to be, because this ultimately is true leadership at its finest for a man that became the president of the United States. And everything that he did is what created him to be a leader. So, you know, Abraham Lincoln was somebody that was very much illiterate. If you didn't know that about him, didn't know how to read or write. And he grew up very impoverished. Um, he didn't have a lot of money. His family wasn't very wealthy. And really wasn't well known. Now what he was well known for back in the day was being a farmer. And working for different people, side jobs as he got older. But his family was known to be farmers. So this man has made history. And really everything that he did created history. And he changed history. So we all know that he was a president, but what was he before he was a president? He was first a lawyer, then a senator, and then the president. But you have to understand, through all of this, his greatest desire, as he came up in all of those ranks, was to abolish slavery. And see that all men are created equal to fruition. President Lincoln was and is a prime example of true leadership 
in the face of adversity. And that's the biggest point I wanted to make was that leadership is really made in adversity. That's when a true leader is really born. So I think it's fitting to ask, what kind of adversity does somebody like President Lincoln need to go through in order to become a true leader? And what does that look like? One thing I really wanted to touch on is that we all have experienced this in life. This was not a man of excuses. Abraham Lincoln, if you read history on this man and you look at who he was, you didn't see a lot of excuses coming out of this man at all. So with that, let me ask you a question. Because when I'm asking you these questions, these are personal questions that I had to deal with. So what kinds of excuses do we come up with that hinder our ability to lead? Because I know we all have excuses that hinder us. But at what point do we get past those excuses and stop using them? Are you aware that we all have the potential to be leaders? I ask that question because not everybody believes that. But we are. Have you ever asked yourself, do you have the potential to become a leader? I know we're using Abraham Lincoln as an example right now. And that can be intimidating to some because he was the president of the United States. But let's not look at his accomplishment. Let's look at what made him become a leader because that's what's important. All the rest of everything that he did followed suit under everything that he did to become a leader through the adversity that he went through. Not everybody knows everything that this man went through. And this is what I want to point out here because we all can relate to President Lincoln in some sort of way. So let me ask you these questions. Number one, these are excuses. Okay. These are excuses I want to throw out here. So number one, I wasn't raised that way or taught like that. I think that's a fair question to ask yourself because deep down inside, we as people have this mentality to think that way. You have to be raised a certain way. Question number two. I'm not smart enough. Another good question that we all need to ask ourselves. Has an excuse. I'm not smart enough. Because that really is an excuse. And as we dig deeper into Abraham Lincoln, you will find out how much of an excuse that really is. And number three, excuse. I grew up in a poor family. So these three main questions are personal questions that I dealt with in life growing up. I didn't have all the greatest things in life. I didn't have all the greatest, um, if you will, 
attributes in life of being a successful student or a successful person. You know, I believed that I was a slow learner. That's what I was told all my life. And I believed it. And so therefore, it is safe to say that we are all trapped, really, if you will, victims of our, of our mentality. And that's a dangerous place to be in. So, first of all, let's recognize all these for what they really are. They're all excuses. And you have to really admit that to yourself. Just admit it to yourself that these are excuses. Because that's the first step in recognizing who you really are. And what those really are. We all have had these in life. And it's, it's a... When you think about it, these excuses come up multiple times in our lives. Through childhood, through our adolescence years, through our adulthood. And they follow us. How often do you find yourself using these excuses? I wasn't raised that way or taught like that. I'm not smart enough. I grew up in a poor family. If you think about it, these excuses echo back so many generations and so many years. And it's really not a very good mentality to have at all. So, so oftentimes, whether it was a business deal, networking, or just being lazy, these excuses have caused us harm. We can all admit that. They really have caused us harm. What do I mean by that? What have you missed out on because you've used these excuses? What deals or opportunities did you give away? Because you decided that you weren't smart enough. You didn't have an excellent vocabulary. Or you grew up in a poor family that just didn't make a lot of money to make ends meet. You know, for me, I grew up in a family where my years in school, all the clothes I had were hand-me-downs or thrift stores. That's what I grew up with. So when I did get exposed to having finances, it, it caused me to change my mentality in a dangerous way, right? Because when you don't have something for so many years and then you finally get it, most times, most times I'm talking from my perspective, when you get something that you're not used to or you don't know how to handle, it gets abused. And that's what happened with me. When I got a big lump sum of money, I blew it on all kinds of stuff. Clothes, hundreds of dollars on clothes and shoes and stereo equipment. And it just, I just blew that. That right there was something that happened in my life that I didn't have a realization until later that that was a mistake. I didn't take it as a lesson. I didn't listen to my parents. I didn't listen to my peers that were trying to encourage me to save, to invest. And that was a mistake. But let me tell you, it was a mistake that I learned from. 
So this is what I really want to do. Okay, so let me continue first and then I'll, I'll, I'll get into that. Oftentimes, these excuses have caused us a great deal of harm. I wanted to go back over that again. It has caused us a great deal of harm. Whether we admit it or not, something happened because of these excuses. Okay, so number one, being raised a certain way. I want to break all three of these down for you. Being raised a certain way, it's an excuse. Why? Because what you're really saying is that it's impossible for you to change. Wow. Maybe you haven't thought about it that way. The reality of that excuse is what you're saying is that it is impossible for you to change. And learn and grow new knowledge in yourself. When I was going over these questions, it was really like, for me, it was very impactful because I had to think about my life and where I came from and how this changed my life. So you really have to ask yourself, how long can this excuse be used? How many years will you be a victim of this belief, because ultimately this is what's going to take you out is your belief system. So if this was in fact, then what you're really saying is only certain people are capable of leading. This is really what this excuse is saying. Only certain people are capable of leading. I'm not capable. I'm not capable of leading, right? Because I was raised a certain way. So only certain leaders, only certain people are born to be leaders. This is the mentality of most of humanity that doesn't lead because they don't believe that they're capable of it. That's a problem. Can you imagine if people believed that they had the capability to lead from where they're at. How amazing the world would be different if we all had that belief system and how your life would be different today. The mistakes that you've made, um, the opportunities that you may have missed. I think it's really important that we get to the point of asking ourselves these, these questions of excuses because it really will take a toll on you. So if this was true, Abraham Lincoln should have never been president and therefore slavery would have never been abolished. At least by this man. It never would have. And that is the honest truth. You're going to find out more as we go deeper into this because I really want you to see Abraham Lincoln, how he became a leader. It's important because we all have this potential. At some point in life, we all have asked ourselves or even said, 
I want to do better. I want to be better and I want to be greater. So I ask you again, how long will you use this excuse? It's really up to you. Number two, not smart enough. This, I believe, is the number one killer of leaders. The number one killer. Why? Because really when it comes to leadership, being smart or intelligent enough is a misunderstood concept of who is capable of really being able to lead or not. It's a misunderstanding. You are capable. But society has said and compared you to other people that you believe are more intelligent and smarter than you. Don't believe that, my friends. Please don't believe that. We should desire to become better and go further in knowledge and information. We always should. We should always be a people of learning, no matter what the circumstances are. This is how we grow as a people. This will help us to share and serve our gifts to the world. When we get that out of our mentality that we're not smart enough, you get past so many obstacles. You really do. Like I said, not being smart enough has an excuse. This is the number one killer of leaders. It is. I can't tell you. I, I think honestly, we can look anywhere in the world and see potential in everybody, no matter who they are, how old they are, how little, how small, how big, how tall. It doesn't matter. Everybody has potential to lead. Everybody does. But to believe that you're not smart enough, that will weigh on you. As a man, as a woman, it will weigh on your spirit. It will weigh on who you are. And next thing you know, you've never had a chance to lead because you never stepped out. Because you always believed that you weren't smart enough. This is not how we were created. We were created with greatness inside of us. You have the capability to lead and you have the ability to become who you are. You just have to believe it. Intelligence is a great key to have, but intelligence is also misunderstood in this kind of context. This is very much misunderstood. We have what I like what I like to look at here when it comes to this is that we have a bad habit of comparing ourselves to others. And oftentimes this is the effect of social media, self-hatred, low self-worth. I mean, you can put any title you want in there. But when it comes down to it, 
That's what we're doing. We're comparing ourselves. We don't believe we have the capability to lead because we don't feel smart enough. Who told us that? Who told you that? Where in your life did you believe that? A lot of people are busy trying to be somebody else. A lot of people are busy not being themselves. And that, my friend, is a big killer of leaders. Imitating and being the blueprint of somebody else is not going to get you anywhere. Stop comparing yourselves. I had to learn this for myself. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Because the greatness that is inside of you is just as great as what you are. And that greatness is trapped in you. And that, my friends, is where self-discovery comes into play. But I got to tell you, this is a dangerous path to go down. Comparing yourself to others, to someone else's leadership ability, it's really just not smart. In fact, if you want to look at it in a reality, it's an insult to who you are. Because you're greater than that. I'm not saying you're greater than other people or other people are greater than you. We all have the ability to lead in our own gifting, giftings and serve them to the world. We all have that ability. But that greatness is inside of you and it's up to you to discover that. There is no creation in this earth that is smarter than the other. Think about it. Everything works together. Everything does. Everything complements each other. Think about a tree. What does a tree do? A tree grows. It provides shade. It provides oxygen. Other trees provide fruit. They provide wood. They provide furniture. We are like trees. We provide so much for people. We just have to believe what we are, what we're created to be. So you might be better than me in a certain task, but that doesn't make you smarter than me. It simply makes you valuable and gifted in that area. And that is what I'm trying to get to. We are all valuable and gifted. We all are. One of the main things I like to look at here in this point is that your gift is meant to be served to the world. And the value that comes with that gift makes you even greater. Especially when you cultivate that gift. One major person I like to look at when it comes to uh, gifting is Tiger Woods. For me, is a great example. Why? Because as a little boy, he was hitting balls with a stick. And his father recognized that and seen that inside of him. 
Now, Tiger had the amazing father that he had to be able to see the gift that was inside of his own son. And he was able to help his son cultivate that gift. Not all of us have had that privilege. But I use his story because it is a perfect example of what your gifting is. And how to find it. How to cultivate it. Tiger Woods now is one of the, I mean, the greatest golf player, a legend. One of the greatest golf players ever to live and is a living legend. Winning all these PGA tours and, I mean, just amazing. Just absolutely amazing. And now you see him helping his own son cultivate. He's cultivating the next generation. This is what we do. This is what we do. The last excuse that we use, I grew up in a poor family. Yes, money does answer all things. It enables us to... It, it Okay, so what it does is that it enables each and every one of us to do what we need to do, right? In life. It gives you the ability to buy gas for your car. It gives you the ability to buy food. A man that doesn't work doesn't eat. It's a basic principle. We have to make money in order to function. So money does answer all things. But to use the excuse that I grew up poor is a mentality. To really, to be able to manage your money is key in leadership. Money is attracted to management and value. That has been proven over and over and over again. Listen to any successful coach out there. Any financial coach out there. Any celebrity that deals with finances. Any person that is successful with money. They will tell you. Money is attracted to management and value. So since we went through these three areas, let's look at how the other side of the coin is from Lincoln's life. Because this is what I wanted to get to. And this is the meat of what I want you to really see here. He was raised around plantations. He didn't know how to read and he didn't have much money. If he could rise above this, so can we. His life was an example of canceled excuses. Okay, let's look at it for what it is. His life right there, not being able to read, not being able to write, and mind you, self-taught, and grew up poor. I guess if you will, in his time frame, he didn't have a lot of money. That just canceled all your excuses. He rose above and became a lawyer a senator, 
and then the President of the United States of America. Before the finished product of President, he had to teach himself, have to realize, and this is what I wanted to get to, you have to realize what he went through to become a president because the excuses that we use is what will kill us. Okay, this will take us out. And that's what we don't want. That's what we don't want. He had to teach himself how to read and write. Then he became interested in politics. He became president. His goal was to abolish slavery. Even though his cabinet was against him, have to realize that part too. Even though his cabinet was against him while he was trying to abolish slavery, the people that supported him to get into presidency are now against him. This man is on his own. So what do we have so far? We have somebody that was illiterate, that was self-taught and found something that was bigger than him and that was worth dying for. So you tell me if Abraham Lincoln is a prime example of a true leader. This Caucasian man that grew up around plantations, his father moved him away because he didn't want him to be exposed to all that oppression. During his term, President Lincoln pushed for the first part of abolishing slavery through the Emancipation Proclamation, ultimately leading to the 13th Amendment abolishing slavery. During his second term, can you really believe that he was elected for a second term presidency? The man didn't know how to read, he didn't know how to write, and he became the President of the United States of America. Which pretty much, through his presidency, was war. I really hope this is canceling all of your excuses, like it did mine. I had to cancel every single excuse that I had to say that I can't be a leader because it simply is not true. How in the world is this possible? How is it possible that a man like this can become president two terms, two terms, and his cabinet is against him. How is that possible? I will tell you how it is. Because he had a purpose. We all have a purpose and a gift in life. 
It is up to us. And it is our obligation to serve them to the world. What I really feel is that while he was very much interested in politics, he found something inside of himself that he just could not let go of. Have you had that experience yet? Have you had that experience of feeling like you have something inside of you that you're called to do something in life and you just can't let it go? What is it? Is it movies? Is it film? Is it the arts? Is it dancing, singing? Is it sports? Is it being athletic? I mean, what is it? Is it being an entrepreneur? What is it that you just can't let go of that you feel called to? Is it helping to build people? Is it helping the poor? Is it investing in others? Is it being a pastor? Is it being a servant? Is it being the next president? Is it being an ambassador? What is it inside of you that you can't let go of? I can guarantee you that is your purpose. That, my friends, is your purpose. The leadership ability this man had every qualification to say exactly what most of us say about ourselves. Who will listen to me? I'm nobody. I don't have a large vocabulary or I'm not a leader. Each and every one of us has said at least something like that. This man, you have to remember, taught himself how to read and write. And there's other people out there that did the same thing, but maybe still don't feel qualified. That is simply not true. Abraham Lincoln discovered the leadership ability inside of himself and decided something needs to change. Something needs to change. What around you is happening that needs to change? What will cause you to rise up in that leadership ability and change something? He realized that he was the president of the United States of America and the only thing stopping him was his own cabinet. I told you before, adversity builds the leader. That's when leaders are truly born. It doesn't matter if you're an athlete. People don't believe in you. They start slandering you, talking behind your back, everything. That's called adversity. Your parents telling you or your peers telling you, you're never going to amount to anything. You're not smart enough. What are you thinking going into this? That's adversity. So what kind of adversity have you been a victim to and letting yourself be ruled by? It's a good question to ask yourself. 
I had asked myself the same thing. That's why I do these podcasts. I can't let the victim inside of me to listen to my mentality. No, not anymore. I can't do that. I don't have time for that anymore. At some point in life, you have to rise above that, right? You have to. Otherwise, we will go along in life as a follower. That's not what we are created for. That's not our ability. Our ability is greater than that. So is yours. Your ability is greater than that. Your ability is greater than that. Here's what I believe that Lincoln recognized or realized was that with change, there is only two outcomes. And this is true for each and every one of us. You can either become an agent of change or a victim of it. It's up to you. What will you do? Will you be an agent or a victim? It's a serious question. These slaves, when Lincoln was president, had no say in the matter. The thought he faced was if he did nothing because he wanted to be liked by the majority of the country, millions more would have died being a slave. And if we can really be honest about this entire subject, if we could really be honest about it, even though Abraham Lincoln abolished slavery during his presidency, the mentality of slavery, however, is still very much alive in all cultures every single culture out there. The mentality of slavery is still ruling the minds of people. We can be free in our speech, who we marry, how many kids we have, and success. But what I've noticed for myself is in the past, is the minute that I tried to figure out who I was and what my purpose was, my mind would automatically revert back to the old mindset. Nah, no, I just, I, I'm not a good leader. I, I don't have a good vocabulary. I, I, I didn't grow up in the best family. I didn't have the best communication growing up with, you know, parents that argued a lot or, or just, you know, having a father that was an alcoholic. This is real life stuff here. Most people really are the victims of their old habits, whether you admit it or not. Most old habits rule the people. It is very vital and important that we discover the leader inside of us. 
I can't stress that enough. Abraham Lincoln found that inside of himself. And we all have the ability and potential to do the same. We all do. No more excuses here. No more. The last thing I want to share is one of my favorite quotes from Abraham Lincoln. And it says this. I want to leave you with this. And I really hope that it helps you realize what true leadership really is all about. It says this. My friends, this is a wholly unprepared speech. I did not expect to be called upon to say a word when I came here. I suppose I was merely to do something towards raising a flag. I may, therefore, have said something indiscreet, but I have said nothing but what I am willing to live by, and by the pleasure of the Almighty God to die by. End quote. That was a powerful quote for me in life. This is the reason why Abraham Lincoln is one of the greatest presidents in the world of the United States to me. This man has overcome so much adversity and to most did the impossible. Rose above his own mentality and was able to create something great and changed the world and changed history as we know it. Abolished slavery, taught himself how to read and write, and found something worth dying for that was so powerful to him that he had to do this despite not being liked by the majority. And that is really all I wanted to share on this podcast today. So I really thank you for joining me. And I really hope that this podcast has really impacted you and has really shown you another side of who you really are. And hopefully has given you a more appreciation for President Lincoln if you didn't have one already. But thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for listening. And please come back again. I do these podcasts bi-weekly. So please come learn more. My desire really is to help build the leader inside of you. You're capable and you have the potential inside of you to do this. So please join me again. I will be back. My name is John Clark. This is Social Ingenuity. And you all have a great evening. Until the next time.
What's going on, everybody? Thank you for listening to another episode of Social Ingenuity. I am your host, John Clark. I hope you got some great content out of this podcast today and just really learned a lot. So just take back. If you need to listen to it again, listen to it again. I will be recording these podcasts bi-weekly, so please come back and listen and take what you learned and pass it on. Please don't forget to subscribe, give me a five-star rating, leave a comment, what you thought about it, please. All here learning together and building leaders. So until next time, we'll see you later.